What's the law on what you can and cannot say on a billboard? I'd do anything to catch your daughter's killer. I don't think those billboards is very fair. The police is too busy eating Krispy Kremes to solve actual crime. What's the matter with you saying that stuff on TV? Go, girl. There's a lot of good friends of the sheriff in the state. You didn't drill a little hole in the dentist today, did you? Of course not. Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie. My name's Jabril Ishami, and I am the Newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Rafael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys? And we are back again with another episode of the Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jabril El Shami, and I'm joined by the two guys, the usual ones. The usual, you know, like the usual ones. Yeah, I the like usual the, one. ones. the ones. We are the, the usual ones. ones. The you usual, know, like we're pretty like, like a '90s hip hop, like the usual ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still tearing up. In context, we just had like 10 minutes of laughing before, yeah. like actually I'm, recording. You know what? This. I might release it. Like you know, as like a little. Bit. Oh, yes. oh I don't know. Sure. I don't know. No, no, no. If it's if it's radio ready. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe like a, like a like a little reel on Instagram. If you uh, guys are all good, yeah. You know, you listeners. <laughs> if out you're there. all good, you know. <laughs> if you're, oh, uh, that's yeah. So so I'm I'm glad that we got all of that out of the way because I'm still like I'm still have tears in my eyes. <laughs> Uh, what are we talking about today, guys? Yeah, I was, you guys were supposed to say hello. Oh, yeah, okay. I, was, I was waiting for the queue up. Yeah, uh, sorry, hi. I just ended up talking. <laughs> I always have something to say every time, like yeah. Jamil goes and Raph, and I'm like, "Here's a monologue about my life." I always, I always feel terrible because I, I either say hello or yo. It's really awkward. I, I can't think of anything to say. And then Raph always has like some anecdote, some yeah. anecdote, or some, some mini speech, or yeah. some. Look at me, I'm an actor. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's me. That's me. All can't right. say a simple hello. Uh, no, I just can't. I can't. I can't be normal. Okay, I want to be free. A little Kramer yeah. just like bursting feel indoors. Like little, feel like a little musical like kid, you know? <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Uh, so, what are we talking about? We're talking about the, yeah, the extremely jovial movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. Actually, you know what? I found Actually, it hilarious yeah. at some points. Yeah. It is. A, it is a porns. Um, I dark comedy after all. So, um, and written by the brilliant Martin McDonough. Today we're talking about three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Written and directed by Martin McDonough, one of my favorite playwrights and my favorite writers of all uh, of all time. Um, uh, fantastic director. All of his films I've cherished dearly, including this one. And this stars Francis McDormand, Woody Harrelson. I feel like a radio host mm. right now, like mm. with my voice. Um, Woody Harrelson... Sam Rockwell, Lucas Hedges, the list goes on and on. Fantastic ensemble. And uh, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts, guys. Have Is it your first time seeing it, Jabril? No. No. So no. it's my second time. Nice. Mm. And I think I remember this is when we first started like hanging out again, us three, like mm. four or five years it's ago. Like, it's like the band like yeah. parted ways. And then, we, <laughs> then we, the no, band it, got back like, together. Not, not again, but like uh, more officially. Yeah. Like, uh, more often. Yeah. 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 I yeah. remember was, just watching this movie and being like, man, I don't know how I wonder if it. this was the movie that spurred on the the idea of of, of forming this podcast. I don't know. I don't, I don't this, know what, this is when you came to visit in 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this is when this movie, like, yeah. Yes, it came yeah, out a year before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember, yeah, watching this movie and I wasn't feeling it. 
weren't so hot about it. That time, like, yeah. And then when I watched it again, I watched it earlier today. Um, and fresh. I'm still kind of like, meh about the movie. Yeah. But there are certain things that I did like this time mm-hmm. and things that I now realize I don't like. Nice. And now so I nice. know why. You have more mm-hmm. of a fresh perspective on it. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Very nice. Yeah, so that's my, yeah, my yeah. initial thoughts. I'll probably get into it a, more. A mixed, a mixed review. Yeah, mixed. Yeah, it's yeah, a mixed, yeah. mixed, a, mixed emotions. Yeah. Nice. Ollie? Yeah, I, I got to say, I, I think I stand a little closer to Jabril on this one. Right. I, so I this is my second time watching it too. Uh, I'm also a, a pretty big fan of Martin McDonough. I've never seen any of his plays, but I've read one or two of his play mm. scripts. Which ones? Um, the Snowman? The Pillow Man? The Pillow Man, yeah. that's it, sorry. And, uh, oh Left gosh, of- Inishmore. Yes, that's it, that one. Um, and I've seen all of his films, and I've seen one of his short films as well. Actually, that's not true. I haven't seen The Banshees of Inishirin, which oh, yeah, is out yeah. as we speak in that's cinema, true. so it's, it's a good time to be doing this podcast. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, I, I, so I saw this when it came out in cinemas. I remember seeing it with my younger brother, and I I remember really liking it. I remember thinking what a really satisfying, uh, what, a, what a satisfying little dark comedy. I think I found it really funny. I found the emotional parts to be surprisingly moving, if I recall. I watched it a couple of nights ago. And I, I you know what it made me think? I thought, wow, five years is a long time. I feel like a lot of this film felt pretty dated to me, oh, actually. Yeah. And I also felt like this was a movie where the highs are high, but the lows mm. in my for my for me were quite low. I think the writing is there. I think nobody can quite write filthy, you know, really black, darkly comedic dialogue in the way that Martin McDonough uh, does. Uh, I think that this film is distinguished by two sensational performances from Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell, who I believe mm-hmm. both won Oscars for this film. Yep. yep. Um, but I also, I just, I, I, and I love the ending of this film, I have to say. That's spoiler alert for what I'm going to be talking about later. But I really liked where it ended up. But I had some pretty significant issues with this film. And I think we can probably get into those later. Right on. Right on. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, unlike you guys, I think I still very much um, was enthralled by this film and awed by it. I think the writing definitely stands out. And I and I like to say, I've picked three um, specific movies, especially due to the writing. I think Francis McDormand has worked with some of the finest writers mm-hmm. in, in cinema, mm-hmm. the Coens, mm-hmm. Cameron Crowe with one of his finest scripts. And now Martin McDonough, which is, he is one of the b- best writers around as well. Um, and didn't he win an Oscar he for did, this movie? Yeah, for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For screenplay. Um, so um, it's there's 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 a reason why Francis gets picked to to, to and 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 Francis McDonough had Francis in mind mm-hmm. uh, whilst writing this film. Mm. Um, I think there's a reason why she gets picked out to 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 collaborate with these brilliant writers and these brilliant directors, um, and. And yeah, I just wanted to like kind of highlight that, but also I wanted to highlight um, before we kind of get into it how we um, saw three stage, th- three different stages of motherhood that mm-hmm. she's played mm-hmm. over saw, the course of this theme. Over the course of this theme, um, so the first one is a, a soon-to-be mother, you know, mm-hmm. pregnant. Um, so there's that layer, uh, and the second one is is a mother of like kind of a teenager and adolescent mm-hmm. boy who um, who is missing him and who who kind of has to let him go in a, in a, in a bit, and then the third one is a grieving mother. Uh, Interesting. Kind of was this, that by yeah. 
Was that something you were aware of? You know, it kind of came up uh, as I was reviewing this film. I was like, Mm. holy shit, she plays another character who's a mom and she does it so brilliantly. I think she can play a mother really efficiently, but she can, but not only can she play uh, a mother, she can play different types of motherhood, which is, which is so, um, so amazing. There's a sort of quality of of humanity that's, that she has. Um, So it's, it's very different and it's very nuanced and it's very vulnerable and it's, yeah, it's it's very powerful. Um, so that's that's just something that I observed as I was reviewing this film. But uh, yeah, I, I I think for me this film, for me opposite. I think this film has aged even even better. I think the writing is even more poignant, is even more powerful, um, even richer. And I think yes, Martin showboats, but showboats in all the right way. It's so robust. It's such a it's such a such a fine affair. Um, and and it and it really speaks out to 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 society, uh, especially the American society, and 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 their views on on laws and and how and how they get things moving there, especially with crime mm-hmm. uh, and 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 judici- the the judiciary system and the police system, how it flawed it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it highlights that pretty well from a writer who's not even American, who's yeah. Yeah, so. I think I think we'll get into this later. But I think my issue with the film was a lot of how it confronted matters sure. like police brutality, like race, yeah. like rape. Um, that's that's my. I, issue I think that's well. where it dropped the ball for me, and mm-hmm. and it sounds like it, that was the case for you too, Jabril. Yeah. And I think that was like, well, I think maybe we should leave this yeah, conversation sure. for the armchair sure, question. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so how about we go with our favorite scenes? Yeah. Um, Shall I go first? Sure. Um, okay, I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, as okay. As, wait. So, okay. Yeah. If you have like multiple, I, I mean, I'll, I'll always let have me multiple. go first because yeah, I always go. have just one. Okay, fantastic. Um, okay, for me, it's when um, uh, what's his name, Roswell's character. Uh, there's that like one take Rockwell. Shot. Rockwell. Roswell. Roswell is where <laughs> they um they hide the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Different, different. Movie. Uh, what's his name? Jason Dixon. Dixon. Yeah, Jason Dixon. Um. Yeah, the scene where he's like walking across into the advertising office and uh, it's like that one shot. Single take. Yeah, single take. Um, oh, brilliant. I love single takes. Y'all know that. So that's my favorite scene. And it's like a great, I don't know what the song is, but I love that song that played Mm. 
in the background. I think Martin McDonough is really good with that. He uses a lot of um, like indie folk yeah. tracks in his movies. Like he, I know that in Bruges he used the Walkman, and then he used the Walkman again mm. in uh, Seven Psychopaths. And the Walkman are like one of my favorite bands. And we've so. got a similar, uh, um, a familiar composer. We've got Carter Burwell yeah. coming back uh, from, from Fargo. From Fargo. Yeah. Mm. Oh, he just, Same you can always record. I feel like Carter Burwell is one of those composers that you can always recognize a film that he scored because he uses like similar Which, instrumentation. Yeah, very, very similar. Mm. Yeah. This is a this is a world of like cinema that I've never gotten into. I need to composing. Yeah, because like, like the, I don't. That's not like the first thing that I like. I I wouldn't even recognize yeah. like a composer from a film. like John Williams or Howard Shore. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Well, I don't think you would. Uh, often they're most, especially these days. I think scores are kind of anonymous. Mm -hmm. But um, with someone like a, like a Carter Burwell or a John Williams, you can pick mm -hmm. them out. Yeah. Um, just because they have a really distinctive sound. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the classic. Um, what's his name? Has done pretty much Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's <laughs> the only other person that I know is uh fucking. What's his Nine Inch Nails guy? Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. Atticus oh, Ross. Yeah, 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 Trent Reznor yeah. is really good. Like I like uh, Social Network has yeah. one of the best oh, scores of all yeah. time. Absolutely. Um, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. Okay. okay. Sorry. Anyways, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We get off course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I'll, I'll go next. Yeah. So for my fa favorite scene, um, yeah, I, I I sort of mentioned it at the top. I really love the final scene, the yeah, ending. Yeah, it's so good. Um, uh, because. Makes sense. Are you sure about this? About killing this guy? Not really. You? Not really. I guess we can decide along the way. It's, you know, it'd be really hard for me to, to dissect that all right here because I think it's a really layered complex an interesting where their relationship comes to. So the final mm -hmm. scene is when uh, Francis McDormand's character Mildred and Sam Rockwell's character Dixon are driving, presumably on the way to go kill this guy who may or may not have raped and killed somebody. Mm. And you you know they've kind of been they're kind of like the antagonists throughout the whole film. They like sort of stand in opposition to polar, one another. Polar extreme, and then yeah. through yeah, yeah. and then, and they're <clears throat> through trauma that both affects them they kind of come to a point where they almost become these strange allies and come to a, a place of understanding. And that, um, But that understanding is built on the back of their suffering. And I love that scene. It just begins with Francis admitting to Dixon, uh, to Sam Rockwell's character, I got to admit that, you know, I, I was the one that set the police station on fire and ended up, you know, burning your face for mutilating your face basically well, and he just and he just laughs and says well who else did that well who else yeah. would have been and I think that's brilliant and then there's that long silence and then she says you know are we going to do this and he's like I don't know and then they say we'll figure it out along the way yeah. and it reminded me of um, of the ending of The Graduate have you guys seen The Graduate? Yep. No. So, uh, so you know for the <laughs> listeners out there for Jabril who, for those who haven't seen it The Graduate famously ends with a shot on uh, Dustin Hoffman and, sorry, I can't remember her name, but the female leads characters as they've just run off from a wedding together and get in the back of a bus. And it holds on their faces as they're sort of ecstatic with what they've just done. But then they sort of, it lingers on them as they 
start to look uncertain with what the future holds. And it mm. kind of felt like that, whereas ambiguous, you don't know where they're going to go. Are they going to go and commit this crime or are they just going to sort of forget about it along the way? Yeah. Mm. But it's like, it's the relationship, it's the road that matters. I yeah. don't know. It's really interesting. Journey, it's, like, it's, like, destination. it's like on a night out when you make plans for the next day in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. And then as you get into yeah. the cab, you're like, I am not doing I'm that. Not yeah, doing yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to this stranger's after party yeah. at five in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going home right now. Yeah. I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, great comparison. Yeah, um, yeah good. I, I love, I love that. I love the ending. I love, I love an ending that's ambiguous. Uh, yeah, that just kind of leaves it there, and and the audience can do what it will with it. Yeah, um, I that was that's a very good ending. Powerful, to powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, I've got two. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's 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 when it, this this is a scene where like the dialogue just shoots in all cylinders and and it's Martin McDonough at his best in terms of writing and, and the cast and, and at their best with acting. Um, it's when um, Mildred comes in and says, hey, fuckhead. Hey, fuckhead. What? Don't say what, Dixon, when she comes in calling you a fuckhead? And don't you Shut come up. in here. You get over here. No. You get over here. All right. What? Don't, Dixon. What? I'm you do not allow a member of the public to call you a fuckhead in this station. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking care of it in my own way, actually. Now get out of my ass. Mrs. Hayes, have a seat. What is it? I can <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you get some <laughs> What? Don't say what? <laughs> and it just, everyone's just experiencing, yeah. like, the script is, like, on fire at this point. And then he says, fuck it again. He says, what? And he's like, stop saying what? <laughs> and it's just a brilliant scene and how fast it goes, yeah. how fast it is. But it's also, like, slapstick as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Slapstick it's, with, with F-bombs. Exactly. Uh, which is what McDonough's all about. Um, the other one is the culpable monologue. Um, and I kind of want to read it to you again. I want to do a little reading. Um, because it's just brilliant. It's just, which, 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 yeah. We, can't, we can I cut know. this out. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just indulge me for a Wh second. Which character? Uh, uh, Mildred. Mildred okay. performing. I, I think this is the, the, the later part of the monologue uh, when she says, you're culpable. And when a person is culpable to alter, to alter boy fucking or any kind of boy fucking, I know you guys didn't really uh, narrow that down, then they kind of forfeit the right to come into my house and say anything about me or my life or my daughter or my billboards. And I just like, just the way he puts, she puts um, the father in his place and just that culpable monologue is just incredible um, and incredibly delivered by, mm. by um, Francis. Um, so yeah, that's, that's those two are, are my favorite picks um, for scene. Yeah. What do we got I, I, next? I want to do a little sneak yeah. peek one as well. Hey, go on. Um, when gets in there. Um, Woody Harrelson's character coughs the blood up. Oh, on that dude, that was in that was in yeah. my that was yeah. in my top three as it's well. It's just like the 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 roller coaster of emotions throughout Absolutely. that entire scene yeah. was was crazy. And I yeah I loved Woody Harrelson's oh, character. Oh, he's he's, he's yeah. and a frequent collaborator. I just love him. Like, yeah. as a as an actor, like yeah. as as an activist yeah. as well. Yeah, he's a big um. You know, he's a, a vegan. He's a big fighter against climate change. Yeah, big yeah. Um, free weed, you know, ad, uh, was it legalized weed? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like he's like a nice guy, you know? Yeah, he like, seems... Just like... like love to hang smile, out with like, him. You yeah. know, like if he smiles, like if you see him, you don't know who he is. You're like, that's a... It's a good guy. Yeah. yeah good guy. And I love in that it's scene that where like um it starts out as like an interrogation that scene. But yeah. then he cause he coughs up the blood and they're both so shocked and he's and so she, frightened by what's and happened. She and she's so the baby. He's I like, know, I know, and like they completely drop their yeah. adversarial yeah. Yeah. Uh, masks at that yeah. moment. So I, I just want to clear something up. So her ex-husband is a cop. 
No, the, her ex-husband is the um, is, the, is is John Hawke's character. The you know the yeah, one yeah, who yeah. like, but like, because for some reason I thought that there was some sort of like relationship between him and the people that worked at the police station. No, I think like he's they were friends or something. no. I I think he's just no. one of the many people in the town yeah, who just, just the town, don't right? want they, her they just, ruffling they feathers. Know each other. They just know each other. Yeah, okay. small town okay. community, small, town small kind of community, thing. community right? Thing. Okay, like everyone knows everyone in in this town, right? Um, right, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, because if it the I don't know maybe it's just the chemistry between the characters or the actors and what mm. whatnot, but I felt like they like they used to be friends in the past. That's what it seemed mm. like. You what know? Mildred and Woody Harrelson? And, yeah, Woody Harrelson. I mean, character. could yeah, yeah, I mean you can that's, definitely that's you can definitely like. get that sense that they all maybe they went to high school together. Yeah, or maybe yeah. like because there's definitely that sense of which is what again what what's great about this the, the writing and maybe the directing um and the ensemble work is that they're all familiar with one another they're mm. all, they all have a relationship that even when it's not explicitly told there's a layer in there that you're like oh they could have there's something more there like 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 yeah. you said right so like Woody Harrelson and and Francis they could have gone to high school together because there's that sort of familiarity that suddenly they drop the adversity mm. because they're like Oh, you're coughing blood, and yeah, like, are yeah. you okay? And she suddenly becomes like a caring, maternal, figure. maternal figure for him. Well, I guess this segues perfectly into our next question yes. for a uh, favorite performance. Lego. So I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna say Woody Harrelson because yeah. I just really love that character arc. Mm. Um, oh, he has a beautiful arc. He has a really yeah. good arc, yeah. and you know it. The entire movie for me was just <laughs> anger. Yeah. The whole movie, just anger, anger from every single person. But Woody Harrelson's, Woody Harrelson's character doesn't uh, direct his anger towards the same things that the other characters are. He's directing his anger towards his uh, sickness and not being yeah. able to, to live, uh, to live yeah. or to even like hopefully solve the crime mm-hmm. to, to grow up with his daughter, to, to grow up with it, like to be with his yeah. family. So that's why he has the three letters, right? Yeah. Or, three you see it throughout the entire yeah. movie but like to solve the crime because he sends a letter to Mildred mm-hmm. to I guess his mentor uh, Dixon. Dixon. Yeah, Dixon and then to be to his wife yeah to yeah. his wife to be a father and yeah. husband to his wife and kids you know yeah such an so, emotional bit uh, to yeah. be honest that was I, I had forgotten about that moment uh, yeah. when, he ta- when he takes his own life and I'm like wow yeah. what a way to go and then in yeah. typical I guess Woody Harrelson character style or just like even for this movie just a little like prank that he pulls by paying for a month long yeah, yeah, yeah I just love that yeah, yeah um, brilliant. yeah so I thought great character great performance of that character <laughs> and after watching it I don't know anybody else that could do that character yeah like he does he does try to extinguish the anger the, I think that's the that's the thing yeah. that you come down to with Woody Harrelson performances is that it doesn't matter whether you like him or not when you watch one of his performances you think nobody could have done the character quite like that mm-hmm. because Woody Car- Harrelson makes every character he plays his he own because yeah. no one's quite like him yeah yep. very yep. unique very, very unique character although I have to say sorry just a little nitpick on the story here uh, to do with Woody Harrelson's character so there's presumably a murdering rapist out there on yeah. the run and yet he leaves his daughters alone by this river so he can go and have sex with his wife yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad parenting. Pothole, <laughs> no, I, I, I know, but I, someone pointed that out to me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's, that's weird. Not great. Yeah, dodgy. There literally is a, a murder on the loose. Anyway, yeah, actually true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um, favorite performance. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to throw it out to my man, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Sam. Good old. Sam. Um, you, know, I, I think someone. I don't know who it was, but someone once said, I think I heard it in an interview, that. Contrary to popular opinion, 
it's really hard to accurately play someone who's dumb. Mm. And it takes a good actor to do that, to pull that off. And I think Sam is that actor. Mm. Like, I just I just think he he knows how to play someone who's, you know, a few screws loose yeah. so yeah. well. And he even though it's it's a on paper, it's a horrific character. Because there's mm. like intimations or insinuations throughout that he oh, yeah, that he may have brutal like brutally beaten up or tortured people of color yeah. or black people yeah. in this film, or that he's basically a crooked cop, mm. but he's really charismatic at the same time too. And I love his uh, his relationship with um, his mother as well. Yeah. So I love that yeah. actress. She plays um for the it's always sunny in Philadelphia fans out there. She plays Max's mom. And, uh, but yeah, I just love their banter back and forth. So yeah, he won the Oscar for this deservedly. So mm. yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sam Rockwell, absolute genius. Hey, if it if for me, if it wasn't going to Francis, it, it'd be Sam, uh, just cause he's stellar in this. Um, and just to, yeah, just again, to praise him more, uh, he's such a hateful kind of a hateful character and yet he makes him so appealing, uh, which is a very, very hard thing to do as an actor. But, I digress. I, yeah, we'll give this one to Francis. I think this is the ultimate completion of especially the stages of motherhood mm -hmm. because that's the biggest one, losing a child. I think mm -hmm. you there is no heavier burden than than a person can get uh, than losing uh, a child, a daughter. Uh, and she plays that kind of dark comedy, stoic, um, women righteous, like just women on a mission to, to, to get justice, but also that balance of like, she's also a mom and she's also human and she gets that vulnerability and that balance. So right. Um, and it's brutally dark, but it's also brutally honest, uh, for me. So Francis McDormand. Yeah. Absolute queen. She, uh, deservedly won. I mean, gets all the accolades for that one. Um, she just delivers it so beautifully. Um, so yeah, that's, that's me. That's me on Francis. But now, favorite line. Don't look at me, man. <laughs> uh, don't look at me. I mean, I can go. I can go. Uh, for me, it's 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 part of the um, culpable monologue, but it's right at the very end when she says, finish up your tea there, father, and get the fuck out of my kitchen. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I went with, um, it's a line from James. The Peter Dinklage character. Oh, yeah, I we are, we to have mentioned, a, so yeah. I, that's that's another bugaboo of my film. I feel like some great actors are kind of wasted in this. Like yep. I feel like Peter Dinklage. Come on, you've got Peter yep. Dinklage. You yep. could do more with especially more this with is him. like during like his Game his of Thrones, yeah, the, the height of his yeah, the yeah of his absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he says I at one point, Penelope said baguettes, and that's all. Also, <laughs> I thought that was really funny, and also it touches on I think one of the real scene stealers of this movie. I, who I only noticed on this this time around watching it was um, Samara Weaving, who oh, played yeah. Penelope. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That's the actress who she's okay. She's Hugo Weaving's um, like she? niece, oh. and she was in that horror film Ready or Not that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. And she's, she's in the new Ant Man as well. Yeah, absolutely. She's in the new Ant Man. She's a fantastic comedic performer. I think she was in Freaky as well, a movie. I yeah, watched and on, yeah. I thought she was so funny. All of her line readings in this yeah. film and her her expressions so yeah nice <laughs> sorry i spaced out for a second i was like who are they talking yeah, yeah what are they talking about <laughs> it's the um it's her the, the uh, her ex-husband's girlfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they the call girl. her shit girl yeah 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 
Right on. Okay, yeah. I know. I thought you were talking about the daughter for a second. Never mind. I- ignore oh, no. all that I, I was, said. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. She is not in Ant-Man. <laughs> she is not in Freaky. No, no, no. But yes, she is hilarious. Okay, cool yeah. that I was the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I, I got confused. I, I didn't space out for that long. Yeah, yeah. Then Raf started talking. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. She's in Ant-Man? Yeah, don't listen to me. Go, Habibi. Uh, okay, yeah. So my one is uh, I did a quick look through IMDb. Yeah, I wasn't did. sure, but uh, the one where Dixon's like, "What are you, an idiot?" And he's like, "Don't call me an idiot, Dixon." <laughs> he's like, "I didn't call you an idiot. <laughs> I asked if you was an yeah. idiot. That was a question." <laughs> and then what else is like, like, "He got you he there." Got you there. <laughs> yeah, that was actually and, quite smart as yeah, well. Yeah, and it just reminds me of like, I don't know if you're a kid and like you've gotten into an argument with like a like a moron yeah, bully yeah. kind of person yeah. and they usually like spit shit at you and yeah. you're like that's dumb yeah, but yeah, you yeah. don't know how to argue back but then every once in a while you'll they come out with some gold yeah yeah you'll come yeah. out with that, that one gold, thing and then you're just like damn i can't say yeah. anything back to yeah, them yeah. you know like invincible yeah, and also invincible. he's he's kind of proved that guy's point that other cops point about the so the, the whole reason they get into that argument is because mm. of the billboards he's like why not like do him in for slander he's like well yeah. you can't because it's just a question yeah. but then he says what are you an idiot and he's yeah. like don't call me an idiot he's like no I just asked you a question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you got a mad so you see yeah. where I'm coming from here yeah. hey fuckhead <laughs> what don't don't say what <laughs> <laughs> wait it's, it's right here yeah uh, what is it hey fuckhead what don't say what Dixon when she comes to call you a fuckhead <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. That's too good. I love that scene. I love this actor as well. The um, one playing the uh, the sort of the man, the, the yeah. cop who mans the desk. Yeah. 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 He he plays a lot of those kinds of characters. He does. He's, he in, does. he's yeah. in a couple of other Martin McDonough films. He's yeah. in In Bruges and he's in Seven Psychopaths. <laughs> he is in, in Bruges. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Um, right. Arden Chair moment because let's dig into it. Let's. Mm. I want to hear your thoughts. So I'm going to throw it on yeah. Ollie. Oh, okay. I mean, there's quite a few things, but yeah, yeah. and maybe I'm not the best person to speak to some of these things. But I think this film, maybe it's not Martin McDonough's intention, but it purports to be dealing quite a bit with the issue of race. Yeah, because like it's one of the first lines of the movie. She says, "You know, instead of um, <clears throat> instead of solving my daughter's rape, you're going around torturing black folk in this town." Yet there is not a single black character in this movie who is three-dimensional or has any agency or really has any sort of impact on the larger story. They're all sort of side characters who kind of go basically go like, I think one of them literally says, you go girl to Frances McDormand. Her her friend. Yeah, exactly. Her friend. And and they're all basically, they're all basically pawns because she's thrown in jail because of Frances McDormand's actions, Mm -hmm. which is another really problematic thing. You've got the other black guy who uh, puts up the billboards in the first place and helps her out mm-hmm. later. But again, you don't get any sense of their interiority. You don't get a sense of their own sort of feelings on how they're treated yeah. in this town. I, and I, I feel uh, like they just use, like, I mean, uh, the writing uses racism <clears throat> as a crutch. Like a device. Like, like how the characters use the black characters in the, or the the I think it was just only black characters. Was, I wasn't yeah. sure if there was any mm-hmm. from other races, but... Uh, from other ethnic backgrounds. Uh, but yeah, that was the thing. Like, I felt like they used it as a narrative way to get through, just to say that uh, Dixon's character is a piece of shit. Mm. You know, if they were going to ex- use but wouldn't that... But wouldn't they be more the allies uh, against the police system than any other white character? Sure, but but I'm just saying, why not 
they, it's the fact that they're, they're the fact that they have no, they have the yeah they, they, there's no character there really to speak right of, they sh- yeah. it should have been more fleshed they, out. they don't really yeah, yeah they're yeah. not really one of the they're not like a proper three dimensional sure, character sure, sure. and I and I I you know I think I I'm okay so I don't know if this would have been correct but I thought there's a really easy solve to this as well I was like they should have just I think they should have just made the um the advertiser the guy who runs the advertising office mm-hmm. if they had just made that ca- character black I feel like it would have solved a lot of these problems because you would have had a character who we, who ends up actually like giving the message because you have that scene where that character gives and, the straw and shows that and teaches and that it moment would have of been love. A, it would have been a, a lot harder a scene For to him watch to, uh, well is to experience with with Sam Rockwell well, right because we're, we're the, told this whole point, time that, but the point of that whole scene was the fact that he beat up a white guy and he says, "Like, see, I beat up white people too." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah that, but then that's that was... the whole thing. It like masks the racism. Absolutely, you know, that's absolutely. The entire movie, it like, it doesn't help us question. It's not brave the, enough to. It's it's yeah. So this is my opinion. Like, not it doesn't question the fact that there is um, like a lack of uh, like you know, like whole cops target black people yeah or yeah. like just police brutality sure it doesn't question that it questions more about like your white relative who's a little racist and it kind of like makes you feel okay with the fact that they're racist <laughs> rather than actually questioning the problem with racism mm-hmm. yeah you know? and i so it's like that that line for example where he's like see i Beat up white, beat up people, white too. people too. That yeah. just masks the fact that he's racist and he's using, oh, I beat up white people to blah, blah, blah. And you see this count like all over media nowadays, you know, like like right now with the Qatar uh, like yeah, World, World Cup World with Cup. like the news coverage on that, you know. Yeah. they There's a lot of like things that people say that mask like the, the true intentions, um, the intentions mm-hmm. of those the character and that's one of the biggest problems that I had with this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, yeah, I, I think, I, I, I think you, I think you, you, you nailed it basically. I think that if it's like, they don't like Martin McDonough didn't have the courage of his convictions to actually go full, mm. go fully ahead and make Dixon uh, a racist because yeah. he's meant to go on. He's meant to, in theory, go on a on an arc of sorts. Mm. Yeah, and <clears throat> and look, and maybe he was worried that if he kind of had fully confirmed that Dixon was an out and out racist, it would make him too unlikable, and the audience wouldn't yeah. be able to get the behind arc, it. Yeah, the but arc like wouldn't. because everyone says, oh, there's rumors that he beat up black people, but they don't confirm it. But like, I feel like you could. I, I think they they should have just. Ad- Confronted whatever it was, yeah. the, the darkness I mean, like, inside, the illness inside, the, and because they already, they already, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And they already alluded to the fact that he probably is the way he is because of how he was raised. Because you see his mother, mm-hmm. yeah, and his mother's yeah. expressing, and you see the town that they're raised in. So it's it almost makes sense that he turned out like that. Yeah. Not not excusing racist behavior in any way, no, but you no. see how he could have been molded in that way. Yeah, and so I just feel like if they had made the character of Welby, I think his name is the advertising guy, yeah. uh, into a black person or a person of color, it could have really leaned into the fact that he has some. He's he is guilty of horrifically yeah. treating yeah. people of color, and then by that character forgiving him at the end when he gives him the juice, I feel like that could have mended that break sure. in a way and, and give it given him a and it would have also and it would have given it and it would have made given us a, a, ca- a character who's a person of color who actually has some three-dimensionality sure, sure. Who, who's who plays a role in the story who's a force yeah. in the narrative yeah. Yeah, yeah no that's 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 all fair points i guess yeah. i i kind of 
I didn't miss out on those points. I, I knew that there was a lack of, of of weight when it came to 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 race and color. When it's a movie, it dr- very much addressing at the forefront in the writing that it, it's trying to do something with with yeah. it. Um, that's that's the main. Yeah, that's reason the problem, why. right? That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Like for me, it was that entire <clears throat> that that entire Oscars class. Yeah, like, this is yeah. the Oscars that it was just white. Yeah, Oscars, it was, I right? mean, yeah, there was the years. I think to, that was, was like 2015 or yeah, 16, yeah. yeah. But it was the years that follow yeah. as well, right? But like I think, I think like by of... this stage in 2018, this kind of movie should be more aware yeah. of the writing. Yeah, because yeah. then what? Because then after uh, what 2018 was the La La Land incident, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. No, maybe that was the year before. Over a year before. But I know that um, in her speech, Frances McDormand, when she won the yeah. Oscar, she, she actually famously said, writers... Or like gave a shout out to writers, yeah. Which was this fairly new concept at the time that you could put it into writing or contract when you put a product when you assemble a film production that at least half of the um, crew and half of the yeah. cast are um, people are women or pe- minorities. Minorities, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. People of color. Um, yeah. So I know it was it was a hot button issue at the time. Yeah. Um. So it's I yeah I it's I think what's good about this film is that it stirs that conversation. Never, yeah. never quite enough, but at least it does something to engage mm-hmm. us. So we are talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know it, it. It does something to serve on on the topic, but yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't quite go um, the full way, which we yeah. know Martin can. It, he can. He can go there, but maybe he's because he's an outsider as well. He's not American. I think mm-hmm. that's restrictive to him to be like, hey, this is what mm-hmm. I see American yeah. society as. Well, see, that's that's the thing that I kind of the conclusion that I came to was Mm. that like maybe this was something that a director from the States would have understood. Perhaps, yeah. Writer, director from the States who who, who grew up in that world because I think Madonna kind of tipped his toes and went like, this is what I see your society Mm. as. Um, But I won't push the envelope too far on that one because I also don't want to be scrutinized or, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because if you get it wrong, you're you're getting it fucking wrong. Which, yeah, I think he got it right. So, because also he, it's, 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 it's strong because he, he, he also writes about how flawed and and um, how how much how much hatred and violence are within the white characters themselves as well. Yeah, because they don't mm-hmm. have to be likable the white characters. And I think he writes beautifully for them and how flawed they are and how dislikable they can be especially sam like he writes mm. brilliant racist characters because he wants to point them out as well yeah. and he wants to like point out that still like the character arc towards the end just made made him likable sure sure you sure know? yeah mm. yeah no it's it's a it's a toughie it's a yeah. it's definitely it's definitely a tough one and i think part of part of the reasoning is is he's not from there so mm. that's 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 you know he probably won't doesn't want to go you know the full mile on it because mm. that's that's a hot topic. Yeah, yeah. Good, cool armchair moment nice. though. Yeah, Very yeah. Cool. Interesting conversation. Yeah. Very also could have done without the um the deer scene, the do- the doe. Yeah, yeah. Like when her talking to the CGI that, doe. I was yeah. like, we don't need this. When I, I felt like watching that. I was like, man, do we like do we really need to see that uh, side of her character? Yeah, yeah. For that long, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I say. You know, give me a yeah. Francis, Francis McDormand monologue any day of the week. I'd but. say one less monologues, more beating up teenagers. That scene I loved. <laughs> yeah, so I was funny. saying, does that make me a terrible person that whenever any film or dark comedy where you see an adult beating up teenagers, <laughs> I think is instantly hilarious, <laughs> even though it's like so a, wrong? Like a, like a crotch shot. Though. Yeah. 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 And the fact that it goes like 
both the, Boy. the girl yeah. and, the, and the dude. Is, yeah. so. Oh god. Yeah. But anyways, let's let's move to ratings. Mystery question. Oh, oh shit. Which mystery. oh that uh, wasn't the mystery question, right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. That yeah. was that was the armchair moment. So right. mystery question. If you were assigned a billboard, mm-hmm. and this is coming straight out of my goddamn yeah. head. I have not thought of mystery question. I was supposed to think of it during the armchair moment, but <laughs> shit got real. So I was like, shit, you have my full attention now. Um so it, it, you have a billboard, it's assigned to you. What do you want to advertise? Oh wow. Um Oh man, <laughs> I would say uh, you know proper proper escalator etiquette. Yeah. So you know, stand on the right if you're stagnant. Go on the left if you're walking. And uh, yeah, because I th- I feel like not everyone gets that message. So very nice. <laughs> so British of you. So London. Uh, that, well, to be fair, like I've had a few fucking incidents in the last few. Like we, where you're like caught with someone standing right in the lane yeah, where you're supposed I'm to like, be moving. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone's got their headphones on, yeah. so they don't hear you. Yeah, there's even like this. Th- apparently, you're supposed to say like on your left or on your right when you're walking through the tube, yeah. just to like walk past people faster or whatever. But yeah, it's fucking tourists, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I'm and this this I like tapped a tourist on yeah. the shoulder. I was like, sorry, I just need to go up. And they gave me like the fucking bitch there, and I pointed at the little sign on the escalator like. See that? Really? Like, yeah, because on the escalator, there's like that. Because they were like giving me attitude. <laughs> I was what? like, excuse so me. So, did you just silently point at the sign? Yeah. Like, Can't you read the sign? Yeah, I was like, Durr. and then I walked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I hope so they. Bad. I hope they thought long and hard about what they did. I hope so too. I was see. Late. That's why you need it on a billboard just to <laughs> yeah, really yeah. impress so that upon people's minds. Reaffirm. Yeah. People driving are really gonna be taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. What is he talking? About? Especially in Missouri. <laughs> the hell is he talking about? Now? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, no, that's, that's. I know what I'm gonna advertise. What's up? The movie newbie guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Temps Rising, third oh. of December. <laughs> <laughs> uh shit. That would have been good too. Uh, <laughs> oh, we've lost your uh, real. Yeah, no. Uh the He's movie newbie. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, look oh, at lovely. that. It'll be that. our three faces, you know. Uh, and, and and I'll do it like uh, you know, I love you, man. When you when you yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The, all when the they like billboards. superimpose his face onto different, yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. different movies and I, genres. I do that for us, but like oh. different movie characters. Oh man, I love that. Yeah. That's oh, like oh. That. this is why you are. Yeah. A One day, I did study advertising, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what to do. So if we're if if you if you're asking us for five thousand dollars, I know where it's going now. Yeah, boy. Um, for me, it'll be something like, I know it's spiritual and holistic, so guys, don't, you know, don't huff, don't huff and puff. Can we cut his mic? Can we, Jabril, can we cut his mic? Just for this next part. <laughs> oh, you guys, don't be bullies. It would just be something like, you know, stop, take a breath. And continue. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> yeah, well, something like that. I you know, like breathe in, breathe out, mission. something take like that. Take a moment to breathe. Take a moment to yeah. breathe. Yeah, just like take a moment, take a beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it it's the most. Dangerous. It's the most violent road. Yeah, don't say, you. don't say, close your eyes. I, yeah, yeah. Stop. <laughs> close your eyes. Take a breath. Nah, I think I'll just say something like, you know, take a breath. You know, take yeah. a beat. Take a breath. Yeah, something no. like to remind us. So, like, we no, don't. I, I like that. I like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. And now we can go now on to ratings. ratings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was almost going to close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ratings, anyone? Well, you guys go first because I actually am really keen to see your ratings. Yeah. To so see them. 
I'll, I'll go here. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I struggled with with this movie on this one. Yeah. I have to say, I think there's still a lot that I I love about it. This is still a really talented writer and filmmaker, um, but I would have to say it's probably at this point my least favorite of the Martin McDonough films that I've seen. Mm. In Bruges is, is oh, number one, top top. top. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna give this six out of ten Molotov cocktails. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so six. yeah, uh, I I still feel like this is a something that I should watch again, just because it's so layered. Mm. Um, there was a thought that I was having throughout the movie of how um, pretty much every female character other than the ones that are, uh, other than the main characters, are shown to be a little bit like airheaded, ditzy, um, and kind of like basically a victim. A victim that would be like taken advantage of throughout mm. the entire, like the girlfriend of the the... Of John the, Hawks, the father, yeah, the, father um, yeah. the, the the secretary, you know, they're all like, yeah. so um, I'd want to watch the movie with that thought in my mind and see what metaphors um, McDonald's using um, throughout the movie to showcase the mm. the female role. Sure. This was something that I didn't really see this time because I was so focused on the, the sure. ethnic effect on it. Yeah, so, ambiguity of it. Yeah, the yeah. So for me, I'm gonna go with. Um, uh yeah, I'm gonna go with six out of ten mm. uh crotch shots. <laughs> nice. <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah, I think the for me the writing still very much holds out and it's a beautifully dark, robust, um, rich piece of writing filled with tremendous performances from Francis, Woody, Sam, Eve, even Eve, even the you know, the, the lesser supporting cast like Lucas Hedges, who I love. Mm. Um, um but yeah, it's it, it holds out, it it has strong themes, it's brutally dark, but also incredibly funny at times. Um and I, I yeah, I, I still very much appreciated it um, with this, you know, th this ninth viewing. Mm. Um, I will give it, I'll give it an 8.7 coughs of blood out of 10. Wow. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's an image. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Eight times. <laughs> so before we get to the, the little ending segment, um, I'm just going to give you my thoughts on the theme. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, please. So yeah, I, I can see why you chose these three movies because they're all fucking incredible and why did i choose francis yeah they're fucking incredible yeah. performances of yeah. francis not that they're well i guess for you maybe they're all three equally like amazing movies sure for sure. me they weren't but yeah. um francis's like uh performances throughout mm. were amazing like i was because i knew like from watching three billboards before i wasn't really feeling it i was really hoping for nomadland oh uh, yeah because i love that movie yeah, i really love i was i struggled between between them yeah. them both because i really did yeah it's just a, and i guess it's similar not similar but like you know like, she wasn't a mother in, in yeah, nomadland yeah. so i'm glad i you know i think yeah. for me what stuck out the most is the three stages of, yeah. of, of motherhood. you know she uh she plays characters oh, was that she are, a mother in nomadland actually i um, feel like didn't um, her child die because of that fucking oh because of that because of the incident in the town yeah yeah maybe i don't was it no her husband who died oh, yeah i think her husband i, yeah, I don't think she did worked at the facility yeah i don't think she did yeah yeah well uh what i was gonna say is that she plays great characters that fight for like really great causes. A cause yeah, of justice cause, and yeah. she's really good at showing mm. that which, that's what I which got from this. as a human she also does right so it really much translates in a lot of her characters yeah, um, yeah and i i think she um 
I think it's it's great that you pointed out that she plays a mother in all in different stages in all three mm. of these films because um you know I think she's she's great at playing such fierce protective mm. figures mm-hmm. like such like that yeah. fiercely sort of maternal figure and she, she recently played the the ultimate the ultimate, yeah. you know, yeah. Lady Macbeth. Lady Macbeth. Yeah. So she played the ultimate. famously childless. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unplucked. Unplucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she did lose her. Well, the, the thing is, she in the play, it's 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 said that she lost her child. Um, oh. To, yeah. Like during pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A stillbirth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, heavy weaving, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This theme is multi. It's a, it's a, oh, it's a multiverse. It's a layered, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's layered. But yeah, yeah. And for me, like, what I, what I, what I, what I, my last thoughts on Francis is, Francis is uh, Francis on the Francis of yeah. my life is the power of her gaze. I think she reveals so much and tells so much with her eyes, and that's the markings of a true master, mm. a, a true on-screen master. Mm. And I'm sure she's just as brilliant on stage, but I haven't seen her on stage yet. So yeah, eyes, actors, eyes, they, they, they are the windows to the soul. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you, Raph, for this amazing theme. The You're next one, well. our main man, Ollie, is going to take care of this one. What? Uh, are we going to get a sneak peek? Oh, yeah, uh, or no. I think, yeah, just because <laughs> no. I haven't fully confirmed it. No. But uh, no, no, be assured that on the next bonus ode, I will be going into more details about it. All right. Well... We have a little thing to tell you about. I know if you've been listening to the uh, last few episodes, billboard if you got time. That far. Yeah, we. I hope we had a billboard. We have a billboard for this, but uh, we, I guess we're just gonna have little flyers that we're gonna throw around. Uh, yeah. But December third, there's gonna be temperatures rising at uh, Mascara Bar in Stoke Newington. Like I said before, and like Ollie has said before, and we're like both Raph gonna be on before. the lineup. We're gonna yep. be DJing. There's gonna be other DJs there. There's gonna be some comedians doing their thing. I think it's Raph. like stand up and improv. Uh, I think and yeah, I think it's like sure. sketch comedy, maybe. Yeah, and it's a little, and it's a little quick as well. So, <sighs> Ollie, do you want to tell him or should I? Um, What's it's up, fine. Guys? I've given him a different address. So yeah, okay. Just, okay. Show yeah, up yeah, and okay. yeah. So December third, Act Three, Scene Two <laughs> of Macbeth. If you don't know it, you know, get familiar because it's coming out third so, December. I actually think that's this weekend, or maybe not. Yeah, maybe that's this weekend. Actually, you know, we just said December third, but it's actually um like November twenty third. Oh, so. damn it! I'm in uh, Venice, guys. What the hell? Oh <laughs> no! Oh, I no. guess you'll have to do your soliloquy the next time. Yeah. All right, all right, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So December third, mascara bar, yeah, music, comedy, all for charity. It's all the proceeds are going to Cancer Research UK. Uh, and you can get your tickets on Resident Advisor. We'll we'll throw a link in the show notes. Yep. But um, yeah, come along, please. Yeah, come along. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, this was a lovely theme. And yeah, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, uh, do your thing like a chicken wing. And uh, yeah, it was lovely to, to chat. And ciao, ciao for now, my people. Bye bye.